Hey there, fellow travelers of the Junlin Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Junlin Waste podcast, the TJW podcast for July 31st, 2023. And it is the last day of July here. We're uh, sort of at that midpoint in summer when we're just about to turn over into August and then start anticipating things as, such as, oh, you know, kids going back to school and the end of summer and, and just the whole idea of, of the seasons changing again. In this neck of the woods, in uh, southeastern Massachusetts, uh, this is a great time of the year because uh, Fan Expo Boston is going to be happening next week in the uh, on the weekend of uh, the first weekend here in August. And uh, in November will be Rhode Island Comic Con. So those are the two big things I like to, to, to look forward to as a Star Wars fan, as a fan of, uh, of Comic Cons. Uh, looking forward to that but also this month coming up in august we also how can we forget this the ahsoka countdown has begun we're just under one month here that uh, ahsoka is going to be uh hitting disney plus um i would like to think that this is probably the most anticipated show for this year star wars wise not to take anything away from the mandalorians uh, season three that was great but uh there's something about uh, ahsoka's uh, series that i think is going to even trump that third season of uh, Mandalorian, which was great. Uh, probably because, uh, or it's just maybe it's me, that I, I do enjoy a more Jedi-centric story uh, than a non-Jedi-centric story. Uh, this is something that, uh, has, as, I, as anybody who's listened to me knows, that I really enjoy the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So I see this as sort of like a natural progression into, while there certainly is that, that thread going through the Mandalorian, which we saw Ahsoka come into, um, there's something I think about the specific Jedi story, which I think we're going to be getting quite a bit of that in this series, uh, which just uh, pulls me a little bit more in that direction in, in the Star Wars saga. But like they say, you know, there's, there's, in, there's so much stuff hours out there you know pick and choose what you like and what you enjoy listening to and watching so uh keep that in mind now i i'm bringing this up as well to the ahsoka series because uh and i i also mentioned fan expo boston because uh, i just got a uh as a as friday was rolling around and i was about to sign out for 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 the day uh, i noticed something over my facebook feed that said uh, rosario dawson uh would no longer be attending Fan Expo Boston, which was really a shame. Um, I was disappointed. I had my uh, autograph ticket all ready to go. Uh, it was going to be for me. I thought this was going to be pretty a pretty exciting moment to be able to to meet Rosario Dawson just two weeks before uh, Ahsoka hits the air. Now, I was talking about this with a buddy of mine, and I think. I might know, I and mean, this is, I'm sure this is going around as well, too. Uh, we all know that the, the, the writers and actors are on strike right now. Uh, and those of us who are familiar with uh, the summer Comic-Con convention scene uh, also know that uh, the, the actors were being allowed to come to comic conventions and fan expos uh, to sign autographs, take photos with, with the fans. Uh, but they were not supposed to be coming to, uh, to I guess, you know, hype up their shows that they were that they were working on. I got a feeling that Rosario was, while she was just scheduled to be doing autographs and, and, and photo ops, um, I'm wondering if she thought that the perception of her appearance at Fan Expo Boston was going to be taken in a in, in a different way than than was I guess allowed according to the uh, Screen Actors Guild and, and the actors and the writers and so forth um, 
I'm wondering if Rosario probably thought to herself that with uh, Ahsoka coming out just two weeks after her appearance at uh, Fan Expo Boston, that it might be crossing the line of of where the actors or where the the, the you know the Screen Actors Guild and the union there want want their um, want their people to be uh, promoting their stuff. Uh, so that's just one theory. Um, who knows why? It could be a plethora of different things. I mean, people get always, you know, not just, you know, actors and writers and so forth, but things come up in people's schedules that pull them away, whether it's friends, family, and so forth. Um, but regardless of that, they said that Rosario is going to be hopefully coming back next year for, uh, for Fan Expo Boston, or at least she's, she's hoping sometime in the future to be able to, uh, to be able to come and to do this appearance here in Boston. So, while disappointing, and we will certainly keep our eyes out for when she makes an appearance in Boston again. Uh, another bit of Star Wars news that came across uh, my uh, my email box here. Brothers Donald and Stephen Glover have signed on to write the Lando series for Disney+. Plus. Now, we've heard about this Lando series uh, from Kathleen Kennedy when she had a year or so ago this... Uh, big Disney meeting and she was saying that these are all going to be the, the big series that are going to be coming out, the big Star Wars series that are going to be coming out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, one of them that was mentioned was a, a series about Lando Calrissian. Uh, and who I think better, with the exception of Billy Dee Williams, to put together a, uh, you know, a story about Lando than uh, Donald Glover. Uh, his brother's in this as well, too. And uh, like I said, they're signed up to write the Lando series. Uh, Donald, as we know, was uh, Lando in the uh, Solo, a Star Wars story movie that came out a couple of years ago. Um, I'm just curious of where this series is going to go. Uh, I think, obviously, you know, Donald will be reprising his role as Lando, uh, which is making me think that the stories that we're going to be seeing of Lando uh, are probably going to be sort of like flashback moments, thoughts, stories of, of his of his early smuggling uh, career, uh, his early gambling career. Uh, maybe we'll get to see like you know how he somehow is able to uh, you know make the deal that gets him uh, you know administrator of Cloud City. But it also got me to thinking about you know as, you know at heart we are a, a a Star Wars expanded universe podcast. One of the things that, or I should say, uh, some early EU that came out in 1983 by author L. Neil Smith was the uh, the Lando Calrissian Adventures. Uh, a lot of those, a lot of us who are familiar with the expanded universe know of those three novels that came out, and a little, a couple of those hints, hints to those novels were were dropped during the uh, the solo movie. Um, when you see Lando in the Millennium Falcon recording some of his memoirs, uh, I believe he's taking a little bit out of one of the uh, the novels that came out for that. Um, the stories in uh, that Lando Calrissian series uh, was called the Mineharp of Sharu. The Flame Wind. Isn't that a great title, by the way? I think that is a really awesome title. The Flame Wind of Oceon and the Star Cave of Thonbaka. Uh, they were published by Del Rey in 1983, and uh, they were also put together as the Lando Calrissian Adventures into one one volume as well, too. Although I know a lot of people enjoy uh, picking up these uh, these novels as part of that uh, science fiction uh, science fiction book club. Uh, you know, editions, those nice hardcover editions. They're really hard to come by and they do go for a pretty penny. But you could still find some of the paperback editions 
of that as well too. Um, like I said, it's 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 certainly not as expensive as the uh, as the hardcover editions, but they're but they're nice to have. The covers are really cool looking, uh, and the stories are really good. Uh, I haven't read them in the longest time though. Uh, it's been a long time since I picked them up, so I'm not I can't specifically remember what happened in each of these novels. But uh, I remember there was just that sense of uh, fun and adventure that you got when you're talking about Lando Calrissian and the Millennium Falcon and what he's doing in, in, in the universe at that time prior to uh, his appearance uh, in The Empire Strikes Back. Um, you could certainly find those books as well, too, as I said, in that one volume, compen uh, that one volume issue that has all three of those novels. Um, you could that, that one is easy to find. It's under a Legends title, and you can get it off of Amazon or Barnes & Noble or wherever you pick up books. But the question I had, and the reason I brought this up here, is I'm wondering if it's going to be, it's going to behoove us to go over those uh, novels once more, to read them again and to get familiar with it, because I'm just wondering if uh, Donald and Steven are going to be pulling out any sort of, you know, you know, little adventures out of these novels and out of these books for this series. Obviously, you know, this is a Disney Plus series. It's going to be new stuff that's going to be coming out, new adventures of Lando, which I think is great. But uh, it just, it just, and I think the reason why I'm thinking about this is because of the idea of in the Ahsoka uh, series, um, we keep hearing heir to the Empire. Thrawn is heir to the Empire. And uh, we just keep wondering, are we going to be seeing little bits of that Thrawn trilogy, that original Thrawn trilogy by Timothy Zahn thrown into that show? Obviously, they're not going to do the entire redoing of, of, the, uh, of the Thrawn trilogy, but uh, it certainly would be fun to see uh, any sort of uh, connections that could be made to the books as well, too. And I think that's the same reason why I brought this up here for the Lando Calrissian um, show as well, too. Um, I'm just curious whether or not we're going to be seeing uh, any, like I said, any of those little bits in that novel in the series as well, too. And one other thing I was thinking about, you know, Billy D came back to do, Billy D. Williams did come back to do uh, The Rise of Skywalker to make an appearance there. Gosh, I still think it would be so cool if you had, if you're having a Lando series to have a sort of cameo by... Lando by Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian, and I'm thinking it could probably be done in the same way. It's in in the way that those young Indiana Jones uh, adventures were done, when you had that um, special episode where Harrison Ford was, uh, you saw him as an older Indiana Jones uh, talking about an adventure back when he was in his younger years. So um, maybe something like that could happen, where you're seeing an older. Lando Calrissian, maybe he's back on uh, on Cloud City. Finally, you know, after the 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 events of the Rise of Skywalker, he's back on Cloud City. Maybe he's retiring there, and he's going over again, like his 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 memoirs, and he's and he's talking into into his uh, voice recorder to 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 list the tale of what has gone on. So maybe we'll see Billy Dee Williams uh, make an appearance in that show. That would be a lot of fun and cool, and it would also make for another great. Uh, action figure of uh, Billy, D Billy D. Williams as well, too. Um, speaking of action figures, uh, I've been speaking about this a lot in the last couple uh, podcasts that I've done, but uh, the Black Series 6-inch figures. Uh, gosh, there's just so much of this coming out right now, and it's sort of, like I said, I've sort of caught the bug of this as well, too, by, uh, you know, making a couple uh, purchases on my behalf to, uh, to add to my collection. Um, I was noticing as well, too, on one of my uh, Facebook groups, and uh, I don't know if this is officially official, but it seems to be uh, as 
unofficially official as you can get is that they're going to be re-releasing this fall quite a number of their more popular figures that have come out which have been tough to uh to pick up uh in, in in one of the listings that i saw there these were the these were ones which caught my eye because i don't have them and i think i might actually want to uh might, might want to get this uh, the uh, the re-release figures as well too, considering the fact that uh, they do cost a pretty penny these days on that uh, secondary market. But uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi Clone Wars animated version with Obi Wan with the cape and the uh, the, the Clone Wars armor on him, uh, that's going to be uh, we're told going to be released. Ahsoka from the Clone Wars as well too. Looks like she's in her season six garb when she was in that very last adventure where she's in that duel with Darth Maul. Uh, some other ones coming out, Bosk, uh, Darth Maul as he looked in Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, Jango Fett from Episode 2, Plo Koon, uh, an episode, episode 3, Anakin Skywalk, which I'm glad that that one is coming out again. It's, that's another one which is just very, very tough to pick up um, at, a, at, a, at, a very affordable, at a very affordable price. So hopefully this is going to be another release of that... Uh, in that archives version because uh, I still I do not have an Anakin in my collection so I gotta make sure I get one uh, R2-D2 is gonna be coming out again too they're gonna be pulling him out there and I think he's gonna be looking like as he did in that season 2 Mandalorian episode at that final episode along with a bunch of other uh, R2 units and droids as well too Dr. Afra, Palpatine ROTJ version sitting on his throne in episode one Obi-Wan Kenobi and this one is the one that I, I really keep my eye out for uh, the Darth Neelis from Knights of the Old Republic 2 video game uh, I'm looking forward to getting that finally you know I, I've seen it out like I said on the secondary market but it is a really pretty penny to pick that one up, and I just don't have it to be able to pull the trigger on that one. So to be able to get a brand new figure of Darth Nihilus with the packaging and so forth this fall, uh, I think that will be uh, that that's going to be definitely on my list as well too. Um, speaking of like uh, old Republic stuff, you know, Darth Malgus has also got a, uh, a sort of a uh, an exclusive figure coming out as well too for the Black Series uh, that I'm looking forward to as well. Um, I saw this also on one of my Facebook groups, one of my Black, uh, Black Series figure uh, Facebook groups. <laughs> Someone had actually uh, took a picture. Um, he did, I guess this, this individual had a, uh, a big you know, action figure unboxing in his, in, at his house where he uh, opened up all his figures, I guess, that he had in, in, in their packaging. And he had to see this big pile of uh, you know, boxes and plastic and all this stuff. Uh, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. Uh, not, no offense against those who uh, enjoy uh, having a, a carded figure collection or a box figure collection, uh, but I am also. I have a bunch which are in, still in their package, but uh, the, I only kept them in the package because I wanted to be able to collect what I wanted to collect, and then I'm going to open them up all at once. So, uh, but one thing I am going to do is, uh, you know, I know some people like to try to keep the packaging as, as, as nice as it is, especially when you're taking the, the, the figure out, I guess in the hopes of just trying to keep its uh, value, uh, you know, from, from, from dropping. But uh, I think what I'm going to do with the, uh, the packaging of some of those Black Series boxes is to put some sort of art project together to pull it all together in some way. Uh, I, I'm a big, uh, I'm a, I really do enjoy doing art projects. So uh, I, in the past, I, ha I, I decoupaged an old guitar with a lot of Star Wars uh, old 
old ripped up insiders, insider magazine, uh, you know, photos and pictures and articles, and I, I did it all over a, uh, a guitar, and it, it was a lot of fun to do. So uh, I'm thinking of something along those lines, maybe, to do with it. Uh, the only boxes that I'm not going to uh, cut up or, or use for the art project are the ones that had the, uh, the comic figures in it. They had that nice box um, comic cover, and it looked like a book itself. So uh, I think that's what I'm going to be doing with some of those uh, extra boxes that come out with the nice art on them, or I should say the ones that are not the comic ones, the ones that have just the standard Black Series figures. Make it into something. Decoupage maybe something or put it together in some sort of art project because uh, I think that's where the fun is. And I want to be able to in in enjoy this collecting of, of these Black Series figures. I uh, have some nice space on my shelf that I'm hoping to be able to switch out some of the uh, the figures there maybe one time maybe i'll have like you know a mandalorian look at one time maybe i'll have a uh, a kenobi look one time maybe i'll go do a kotor look the, in the next time so uh, there's all sorts of possibilities i have in my mind of what i'm going to uh you know show on my shelf and switch in and out as as i go oh and also speaking of uh, black series or i should say the vintage series uh the ghost the ghost through hasbro lab the uh, campaign for that is fully funded uh i i'm i'm I, it's good to see that that project was funded it was a like i said i keep using the word pretty penny but man is it a pretty penny to get this uh to get this uh ghost ship um good looking ship great for the vintage collection um their previous uh haslab project the rancor did not go through uh, the last time, so I think Hasbro is really thrilled that the Ghost was actually funded fully this time, and is uh, going to be uh, coming out within the next year. Um, I know I had a couple people uh, tell me that they uh, had put their, their 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 funding in it and that they wanted it, and now they're hitting their uh, their their goals after this project has been funded, which I think is uh, trying to you know the more funding that goes into this, we're going to see, I guess. Uh, more of the Ghost crew uh, be produced specifically for for this ship. So that's great for those who enjoy uh, who who wanted to get that uh, that ship. I mean, my gosh, it's you know, Rebels is hot right now, and 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 with Ahsoka coming along, I'm sure we're going to see the Ghost again. So uh, that's great that for those of those for those of you who have uh, funded the project, that it's going to be coming out within the next year, and that 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 seems like it's a lot of fun. Um, other things that I wanted to just mention here very quickly. Are you keeping up with the comics? I think I mentioned this in a previous episode as well, too. But uh, I was trying to figure this out here because uh, I, the amount of Star Wars comics which is coming out, I I don't know. I, I don't th I don't have the time to be able to collect all of them. Uh, even though I used to really enjoy going to my comic book shop and being able to get my uh, monthly comics, uh, there are just so many of them out right now. Now, that might be good. That, it, there's nothing bad about that. Um, but part of me feels that with all that story and all that, how do you how do you read all of it? It feels like it's getting crushed by its own weight. But part of me still wants to be able to go through these comics as well too. So I'm thinking, I, I, I've, de I've devised a new strategy about how I'm going about uh, my Star Wars uh, comic book reading as well as my uh, Star Wars uh, novel reading as well too. I think for the new comics, I think for them, I might go and get the Marvel Unlimited app and uh, read my comics that way. Uh, you get them all there on the app. If I find a comic that uh, you know has a really great cover, maybe I'll go pick it up at the store. But uh, for the most part, I think for the more for the modern canon comics, I think I'm going to uh, go down that route with the Marvel Unlimited 
app that I can do on a tablet. Uh, the old Dark Horse comics that I don't have, I think I'm just going to try to get them all collected in their Omnibus collection, or, or either that, or if I already have the Epic collections for some of them, I'll just continue to get the Epic collections for that. Uh, for all new canon books, I think I'm just going to continue uh, reading it on my Kindle Paperwhite or, you know, just get it at the public library, which is, all, which is a great resource. You don't have to spend uh, all your money on, on, on the novels, and it keeps your, uh, keeps your bookshelves pretty clear. Um, or, or I think I'm going to also stick to just getting paperbacks, uh, which I've been doing for a while now, but I think the paperbacks that I'm going to get and I'm going to keep on my shelf are going to be part of uh, the uh, the old expanding universe, or part of their new Essential Legends collection, uh, those new branded ones which I've mentioned before. So uh, those are just some of the thoughts I had about uh, you know about the comics, about the books. Uh, what are you up to? I had a couple people I know uh, contact me on the Traveling the Jungle Wastes podcast Facebook page to tell me that they're also feeling that it's uh, there's just so much there's so much literature out there, so much Star Wars literature that it's very tough to try to you know keep it all together and to be able to purchase it all. I mean, who really does? I don't think anybody really has the ability to purchase all of it and to spend all that money on it. So you got to be frugal when you need to, uh, and I'm trying to do that. So I figure if I get the the uh, the Marvel Unlimited app, uh, I got all my comics taken care of there. I can read it at any time. Uh, if I st- stick specifically to the Omnibus and the Essential Legends collection for my Dark Horse stuff, uh, I think that saves a lot of space on my shelf, which is good, and saves some space in my closet. And uh, I think if just if I'm lim- limiting myself to those uh, older expanded universe uh, paperbacks, which I don't have yet. I think that uh, that's, that's a great idea to be able to you know, have those older uh, classic EU stories in my collection. And I can still pick up any of the other canon ones if I really like a book. One that I, I actually um, am going to try to get signed by uh, Claudia Gray is Master and Apprentice at uh, Fan Expo Boston. I heard she's going to be there, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so there's a there's an example of a, a book which I absolutely loved in the new canon, which um, I'm hoping to, like I said, get autographed by Claudia uh, this coming Fan Expo. But that's what I really wanted to talk about today here on the Traveling the Jungle the Traveling the Jungle Waste podcast for July 31st, 2023. If you have any thoughts about this episode or anything else that we have mentioned here, please send me a message on our Facebook page. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And uh, that's all for now. I hope everybody is having a wonderful end of their July. I hope everybody's looking forward to a great August and I will talk to you soon. Have a good one all.